due to an accident in which I had a fall and pretty much hurt my back and am pretty much in pain right now, I decided to let Mug have a go at a, I guess you call subsidiary, which uh, Mug is going to be doing this from time to time. Like, we're going to still do the ones together, but every now and then I'm going to give Mug the opportunity to just talk by himself and get a bunch of stuff off his chest. So this is the first episode of a show that uh, Mug has created called Can You Hear Me? So this episode of the show is the pretty much the pilot episode of Mug's own show, but I'm going to be hosting it, and it's going to be part of the Raven Television Addict podcast. So I'm just recording this short little thing to explain to people like why Mug is by himself on this one. I'm going to give Mug the opportunity to talk by himself in some of these because there's issues that Mug feels strongly about that I want Mug to get off his chest. I'm giving Mug free reign, no holds barred, to let him say whatever he wants to say. This does not reflect my feelings on everything. So I don't want anyone to get offended over this podcast because it does get intense at times. So... All I can say is listener discretion is advised, and here is the first episode of the Can You Hear Me podcast with Mug. Enjoy. Hello? 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 Is this thing on? Oh, good. Thought I'd never get it to work. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad you stopped by. I'm glad you stopped by to talk with me a little bit here today. Um, let me, let me see here. What are we going to talk about? Oh, let me run something by you real quick. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say a few words here. And I want you to tell me what kind of person do you think would utter these words out of their mouth in public? Loser. Dumb. Dumbest, dumb as a rock, stupid, fraud, crazy, flaky, phony, flunky, low IQ, fat, fat pigs, ugly, low life, dopey, unhinged, deranged, horse face, wacky, rapist, drug dealers, Dog, slobs, low energy, poor, many, tiny, lightweight. Have you guessed yet? Have you guessed? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is words uttered by our president of the United States, our current president of the United States. And for everyone listening in the future... Right now, it's the year 2020. You go do your research and find out who the president is. Who our so-called quote-unquote leader is. Leader. I say that very, I say that term very loosely. Alright, so, so today, we're going to talk about the art of the insult. 
and there's no better person at the heart of the insult than our current president of the United States. Not only did he take the insult and drove his way to the White House, but he done it with such style and class. He done it with a cult following. And he was very smart about it. Uh, there's just a couple things that I, I find wrong about that. Not a lot of people do. You know, where to start? Um, a president, especially one of the free world, should have some kind of professionalism, whether you agree with their politics or not. They should have some kind of norm normability. They should not be insulting people. They should not be putting out thoughts of, hey, our media is giving out fake news. Don't believe the media. Only believe this type of media. Now, yeah, there is biased leanings in the media. We all know that. But the media is what gives us freedom of speech. When you take that away from the media, it's essentially taking it away from us. And where that's going to lead is you're only going to be able to say stuff that's good about your new dictator. And I say that because I, I believe that's where it's heading. Um, I believe you know, it, it's it's the middle of February in the year 2020, so we've got an election coming up, and I think it's going to be, you know, way more muddy than it was in 2016. I think, I think we're, you know, the insults and slander is not going to stop. It's just going to keep going. Uh, whoever the candidate is, whether it's Bernie Sanders, whether it's Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, whoever it is, they will, they will, to a certain extent, I think whoever the candidate is, they'll have to, in their own way, stand up and defend against those insults. Now, some people are going to do it kind of the same way Trump does it. They're going to just fire insults back such as um, Mike Bloomberg did this past week. He, um, he did not try to censor himself, and he, he pretty much made a jab at Trump. He, he got on Trump's level. He got on Trump's level. Um, he was provoked by Trump in the first place. Trump said... Mini Mike Bloomberg is a loser who has money but can't debate and has zero presence. You will see. Well, 
He said something about Mike needing a box during the debates to stand on a box. Trump has a size complex. He he worries a lot about size, and to him, size matters. Um, so Bloomberg came back. You know, he did not take that insult laying down, and he you know he came back with. We know many of the same people in New York. Behind your back, they laugh at you and call you a carnival barking clown. They know you inherited a fortune and squandered it with stupid deals and incompetence. He, he then goes on to say that he will defeat Trump. He has the sources to defeat Trump, and he will defeat Trump. Now, Bloomberg, that's, that's a whole other discussion because... He, he's got some things going against him right now. For one, he's a billionaire, and he's trying to buy his way to the White House. But on top of that, he he's also got some issues that, and some stances that he's took in the past that will not resonate with voters today, such as his, um, his thing with... Stop and frisk, the thing they had in New York that was very racist towards African Americans and Hispanics. But like I said, Bloomberg's going to have to deal with all that. That's a topic for another day. The topic we're doing right now is Trump, the insult king. So, Whoever the candidate is in November, they're going to have to be able to stand up against him. Now, will I, do I think Bernie Sanders will stand up to Trump the same way Bloomberg did this past week? No. He won't have to. Bernie can, Bernie can defend against the insults another way on his record. He hasn't changed his stance since the 60s and 70s. He's been saying the same thing all through the years. So Bernie won't have to go down to the Trump's level to insult. I think he'll just be able to speak and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And people will hear that. You won't have to, you know, I don't even think he'll acknowledge insults from Trump. But I guess we'll see. If he's the candidate, if he's not. Who knows? So, what we got is, what we're, what we're actually looking at is, on, on top of the insults, you got to you got to think. Um, he specifically targets people with the insults. He's almost anybody that's ever challenged him has got a nickname for him. He's got a nickname for him. You know, just just some some of the nicknames. Let's look throughout. This has probably been the last four. Last four years, four or five years, he's he's 
he's come up with some good ones, you know, Crooked Hillary, Lion Ted, Sloppy Steve, Steve Bannon, Little Marco, Marco Rubio. He he there for a while before he buddied up to Kim Jong Un, called him Rocket Man. Probably still does. Uh, Pocahontas, I think we all know that's Elizabeth Warren. Crazy Bernie. And uh, we got, as of late, Mini Mike. Because apparently Mike Bloomberg needed a box to stand on during the debates. And Trump made that an issue. And it got, you know, national coverage on Fox News and CNN MSNBC, all of them. That's that's what they talked about those couple of days. So, like I said, Trump's Trump is is not an idiot in the sense that he knows what he's doing and he knows how to do it. Um, but is it good for is it good for our country? Is it good for our society? Uh, we think it's funny when he says this stuff. Most of us does, I guess, because I hear people laugh all the time about it. Um, I don't know that that's on a nationwide level, but my my circle of people I'm around, you know, they think it's funny. Or they he he says what he thinks, you know, or you've heard all the bullshit, right? The the thing about that is is when you dig a little deeper into it and when you get past the little funny insults like, you know, the little something you'd hear a grade schooler say on the playground and when you get by the funny nicknames he gives people, what you got is you've got very very hateful degradation of women, of people of color, people from other nationalities, people with other religions. Um, he he had the Muslim ban. He this is something he talked about before he got he even got the nomination to run for president. Um, when he came out to announce he was running for president, he said, he, he, he came out and he pretty much said all Mexicans were rapists and drug dealers. He said all this before he got elected, and when he got elected, uh, he started building a wall to keep the Mexicans out. He, ha he put on a Muslim ban to keep Muslims out. Which is, it blows my mind. There's, there's millions of Muslims in this country. Um, something else he, he also done was he banned transgender individuals from the right to serve and protect. Um, and he did that. He didn't come out and announce that. He, the way he, the way he announced that was from Twitter. 
So, very, very respectful to everyone. I'm going to tell you right now, if he gets a second term, he will. This is the this is one of the first things he'll do in his second term. He will overturn Roe versus Wade, and he will strip a woman's right to do what she chooses with her body. Now, you think that might be far-fetched, and you say they're never going to outlaw abortion. They're never going to do that. They're never going to... That won't happen. Muslim ban, transgender ban from the military. He's building a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Everything he said that he was going to do before the 2016 election, he's actively working towards or has done. Now, the question is, some people will come back and say to me, yeah, but look at the economy. Look at the economy. We're, we're doing so much better. Our economy is doing so much better. Really? Let's say that's true. Let's say the economy is doing so much better. Are we, as a society, that greedy that we will put the need to get money ahead of a human being? Now, this, this is a funny story. Because I asked this same question to a good friend of mine not too many days ago. Because, you know, me and my friends, we like to get in little heated discussions about it. And we'll have our, we'll have debates over it. We'll sit on the phone for hours sometimes. Or we'll sit and have a couple of beers and talk about it. And the discussions get heated. We do not hold back. So, I'm very seldomly shocked because I'll admit, I say stuff to my friends just to piss them off. Do I believe everything I say? No. And I'm sure they don't believe everything they say. But at some point during the fun heated debate, you got to draw the line. You go, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. But, what happened was, and I'll probably never know if he was serious or not. I hope he wasn't. I got to believe that he wasn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him in my social circle. But, when I asked him, should I die because I was talking about health care. When, when you're talking about health care and how everybody should have it and how it should be a human right and not a privilege. Well, I asked him, and he doesn't believe that, of course. He believes you should work for your life, work for your health care. Nothing should be given to you. Okay, fair enough. But at the end of the day, this is what I asked him. At the end of the day, do you believe I should die 
because you pay more taxes than I do. And he didn't say no. You know, he more or less, you know, talked about the, he, he tried to bring the economy back in it. And then he just, you know, quit talking altogether. And then maybe the next day or something, he texts me like nothing happened. That's fine. But when I ask you a question, whether you're a friend or an enemy, the answer should be the same. When I ask you, hey, should I pay my life just because you're having to pay more in taxes? Just so we can all have the right to live? It's just crazy, you know. It's a. Uh, it shouldn't shock me, but it does because I have, you know, I've never been a rich man. I've been poor my whole life. Now, I've also had help my whole life. My parents helped me a lot. My sister helps me a lot. It's not like I'm homeless and living out on the street. But am I as well to do as some other people? As some of my other peers? No. So, I get sick. I, I got to be about to die before I go to the hospital because I can't afford it. And it shouldn't be like that. But, you know, uh, I guess I guess it's my own fault because everybody has the right has the same opportunities in this country to, to make it and get put themselves in a position to do better. The only reason I don't have health care or I'm not financially stable is because I'm not trying at life. I need to try harder. First of all, that's what that's what I was told. I've been told that a couple times. But let me explain something to you as as of today. And then like I said, this is I don't know when he, I don't know when this will upload. But this is the middle of February 2020. As of right now, I work 72 to 80 hours a week. I've been doing that for over four years now. I've been working 60 plus hours for over seven years. How I would love to work 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week. It would be like I'd get a vacation every week. But, that being said, I still get told, because I'm not a doctor or a lawyer, I still get told that I'm not trying hard enough at life. I'm in the position I'm in. It's my own fault. I should do better. 
I got to do better. Got to go out and get a better job. Go back to school. I've got two degrees. Go back to school. Spend more money that you don't have. Go back to school and try to be a, a I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what goes through people's heads. And if we had more time today, I could sit down and tell you on why I will never go back to school. I'm not going to get into it. But the, the Trump supporters, you like to think, you like to think sometimes, man, I hope he's just joking. I hope he don't really believe that. I hope, does he have a daughter? He, does he have a daughter? And for all you people that do have a daughter and are supporting Trump, what in the fuck is going through your mind? Do you not love your kid or kids? Because Trump's just going to make it harder on your daughters. They're going to have a bad time. Period. And something that even more makes my mind want to fucking explode and melt is women that support Trump. Talk about a fucking brainwash. Wow. Wow. That's all I got to say. There's no reason to support him if you're a woman. There's no reason to support him if you're a man, but definitely if you're a woman, you should not be... You should, I just don't know what to say. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What about this one? Has everybody heard of uh, the 16-year-old that, I think she's from Sweden maybe, I can't remember. She's 16 years old. She was in the news a couple of months back. Speaking out on climate change. Trump insulted her. A 16-year-old kid. A 16-year-old girl. Insulted her. Said she needed to not be worried about climate change. She needed to be uh, being a kid. Well, get this. Kids are seeing... Kids are seeing what's happening. They're not. They're not clueless. They go, "Oh my God, this is happening to the earth." Shit! If I don't do something now, I might not get to live my full life. Regardless, if you believe climate change or not, it's just science. That's all it is. Do you believe in science? That's that's what it boils down to. Do you believe in science? And if no, if you don't, then there's really no point in saying anything to you. Because what could you possibly say to somebody who don't believe in science? Now, so he insults all his political opponents. He insults anybody that speaks out about him. He insults the media. He insults women. 
people of color, people from other nations, children, not even children are safe against the insults. Wow. I just, it's a slippery slope, people. It's a slippery slope. There's, there's, there's going to be no second chance after this November. This November is our second chance. It's our second chance to do what's right. He was voted in in 2016. A lot of people think it was Russia. A lot of people think he shouldn't even be president right now. The only reason he's president is the Electoral College. Hillary got more votes than he did. Now, you know, we, we could sit here and go on and on about that, about the Electoral College and whether it's right or wrong, but there's no time. Brad says i got to wrap this up. We'll have to talk about it another day if we're going to talk about it because it will take so much time to sit down and talk about that. We're not talking about that today. We're talking about how this November could possibly be the most important election ever of this country. Ever. Because... It's going, to, it's going to decide whether we go forward as a country or it's going to decide whether we go back. That is where we're at, people. We can, you know, we can laugh and joke and go, oh my God, can you believe he said that? You know what it is? You know what it's like? It's like having Vince McMahon might as well be president. Vince McMahon might as well be president. It would be no different, ladies and gentlemen. It would be no different. Yeah, actually, Vince may be a little more professional than Donald at the end of the day. Who knows? So, um, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. That's JFK, people. That's JFK. He was assassinated. People didn't like his words, I don't guess. They were, uh, they meant too much. Um, what about, what about this one? All men profess honesty as long as they can. To believe all men honest would be folly. To believe none so 
is something worse. So that that was uh that was John Quincy Adams. Look, people, not everybody is going to always tell the truth. Yes, in the past, probably every president has lied. No one tells the truth all the time. But you still got to have faith that the person in charge is going to do the right thing to, to further society, to better our lives and your kids' lives. I don't have any kids. I tell people all the time, fucking burn it down. I don't give a fuck. Burn it down. Because after I'm gone, that's it. There's no more. For me. But what about you? What What are you leaving for your legacy? Do you have a daughter? If you do, then you can rest assured that come 2022, she won't have as much rights as she has now. Think about that. Is that what you want for your daughter? Do you want to... Do you want... Even, even if it don't happen, Let's say, let's say the Trump administration is unsuccessful at reversing Roe versus Wade. You're on social media. You're leaving some kind of uh, paper trail of what you are believing in and who you're supporting in one way or another. Even if you're not on social media, there's going to be somebody tell your kids one day, "Oh, I remember, I remember your dad. I remember your mom. They were they were huge Trump supporters." What the fuck is your kid going to think? Dad was a Trump supporter. How how could he? What kind of what kind of person supports that? My my dad, my mom support. Why the fuck would mom support that? You got to think about these things. It's not only your kids' legacies, it's your legacy. Twenty years from now, what's your daughter gonna think of you? Can you can you lay down and sleep tonight? Can you put your head on that pillow and say, Hey, twenty years from now, if I'm dead and gone my daughter won't have no questions about how I lived, what I, what I wanted for her life. I'm gonna sleep like a baby. Maybe, maybe you will. So, you know, in the back of your mind, you gotta ask yourself. You really got to dig down deep here, and say, Are, am I trading? my my future or possibly my children's future for just a little money, a little greed, is that greed pumping through your veins? 
Because none of us is exempt from that. Fuck, I know I've had that before. Nobody is above greed. Greed is probably the most powerful thing in the world. There is nothing ever done in this world that wasn't done for the almighty dollar. The, the, the money, greed, is the root of all evil. But, you know, are you going to be able to lay your head and sleep? Are you going to be able to lay down on your pillow, lay your head down on your pillow, and have a good slumber, knowing that one day, hey, one day, maybe maybe it'll be 20 years from now, maybe it'll be 30 years from now, maybe it'll be next week, but at some point, your daughter is going to see what you were supporting. What you've supported. Maybe, hell, your grandkids is even going to see it. Future generations is going to see it. You know, when, you know, when you look back on history, there's probably some things you look back on and you go, man, how could anybody believe that? Or how could anybody have supported that or believed like that? You're this generation's fuck nugget. People are going to look back on Trump supporters and go, Oh my God, what a bunch of goddamn retards. Period. But what's sad, what's very, very sad is, is that Trump has the potential to really set this country back in a major way. I mean, for God's sake, he's trying to build a wall. A wall that does not connect on either side. You're going to be able to go under the wall, around the wall, over the wall. Talk about a fucking waste of taxpayer money. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's going to be... It's going to be taught to kids and future generations what this idiot was about. And yes, I know, this is the art of the insult. I'm not above insulting anybody. I'm not, I don't, I don't claim to be, I'm not President of the United States. I don't have any power. I'm just a poor boy from southeastern Kentucky. I am just a shit stain on their underwear. They don't give a fuck about me. They don't give a fuck about you. And the minute you realize that, I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all, there's still time. There's still, you've got to have faith. You've got to wake up, people. This is, this is starting to get dangerous. You know, 
it was a uh, we can we can look back on this time and say, hey, yeah, we elected Trump in in 2016. That was that was a statement. That was a statement, as in there there was people in this country that fed up with the government that they said, fuck it, we're going to pour gasoline on it and set this bitch on fire. Okay. It's on fire now. We got to put it out. We got to put this out. I don't know where we're going to be this time next year. I hope that we're in a much different climate I hope we're working toward universal Medicare, health care for all. I think everybody has the right to live, not just the people who have a lot of money. I, I, hear, I hear Bernie say all the time, maybe that's a radical thought. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, especially, especially, you know, I say this all the time too, if you're a religious person, your your political views don't make sense. You say you're a man of the cloth or a man of the book or whatever you are. You claim what you are, yet you follow the idea, ideals of this man? How does that work? You think Jesus is up there going, well, I'll tell you what they need to do. They need to build a wall. Or do you think Jesus is up there and he's like, well, they need to quit doing that abortion shit. I mean, I mean, you know, I hear people say all the time, if it's God's will, well, if it is God's will, and he willed rape, and now, and now somebody in your family, somebody you know, a friend, or just anybody, somebody has been raped, they should have to have this child and be reminded of it constantly. Or have the child and give it up for abortion. I mean, give it up for uh, adoption. You know, it's just crazy. It's like when the mother's life is on the line. You should roll the dice. Well, I've been with her for four years now. And, uh, you know... We had a good run. Does that make sense? Of course, of course, people shouldn't just run out and have abortions willy-nilly. I'm not saying that. There's got to be a medium. There's got to be a line. There's got to be access to people who really do need one or want one 
and, and it be available to them in a safe way. Because if you take it away, just like, just take, for example, drugs. Most drugs are illegal, and we're not able to go out to a store and buy them. So does that mean nobody gets high? I think we all know that. I think we've talked about that before. Everybody's going to get high on something regardless. So Roe versus Wade is overturned. Girls, women, still going to have abortions. It's just not going to be safe anymore. Think about it. Do you have a daughter? Do you have a granddaughter? I don't. So, you know, I don't give a fuck. If he gets elected again and he does the shit in the first year like I know he will, doesn't bother me a bit. But what about you? Just things you got to think about, you know? Things you got to think about. Because the insults, while sometimes comical, they lead down a bad road. They lead down a bad road. They lead to kids being separated from their mothers and their fathers and being put in cages and detained like criminals. They will take the kids, put them in a cage, literally put them in a cage. I know, I know most people have seen this right by now. And they'll send the parents back across the border and separate them all together. That, I'm still trying to get somebody to explain that one to me. And yeah, I know, you know, Obama done it. George W. Bush done it. Doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right that Trump is still doing it. Um, I really don't got much else to say other than, you know, if I ever do have a daughter, I'm going to end with this, okay? Uh, I think I've kept you guys long here long enough. If I ever do have a daughter, and I rate, I'm going to, if I have a daughter, I'm going to be there. I'm going to raise her. I'm going to raise her the way I think I should raise her. And when she gets at the age of, you know, right, she knows right and wrong, or maybe she's, you know, you don't know what age that is until you're raising a kid. I, I suppose each kid is different. I've been around kids. Some kids are more mature than others. I don't have a kid, though. So, yes, you can go ahead and say, you don't have a kid, you don't know. But I do know this. I do know if I had a kid, and if I do have a kid, when the day comes 
that she walks up to me and says, did you support Donald Trump? I'm going to gladly, safely be able to tell her, no, honey, I didn't. You know, he's he, he was a very racist, misogynistic man. He actually said it was okay to grab you by the pussy. He said it was locker room talk. Ah, uh, it was locker room talk. Locker room talk. It was sexual assault talk. We're not in the locker room. Even if we are in the locker room, this is not Porky's or Porky's Revenge. This is a different time we live in. We don't live back in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and 80s anymore. We, we've got, we have gotten a little smarter. Women have gotten a little smarter since then. They demand respect, and they should get it. They shouldn't have to worry about going to work and being sexually assaulted by their boss. They shouldn't have to worry about going anywhere and being physically assaulted by somebody in higher power. By anybody. They shouldn't have to worry about it. And we have somebody right now in charge who says, it's just locker room talk. He clearly does not give one fuck about women. He look who he, look at Brett Kavanaugh. Put in Brett Kavanaugh after all the rape allegations, after all that shit. Still put him in because rapists stick up for rapists. Now that's just the way I feel. I feel this way and I, you know, I guess it's just the way I was raised. I was raised to always respect women. I was raised to respect everybody. No matter what. And we have somebody in charge right now that does not feel that way. And that's, that's just the fact of the matter. Insults, sure. Everybody at some point has probably insulted somebody. But, but what about, has everybody at some point raped somebody? Because Trump thinks it's the same thing. He thinks it's the same thing. He thinks it's no different. We are headed toward. Uh, we are headed. Well, this is going to be Back to the Future Part Four, ladies and gentlemen. We are headed back 
all women, if Trump gets elected, all women should put their aprons back on and get back in the kitchen. You might as well. You might as well, because that's that's where we're headed. You're not going to have your your rights are going to be stripped. It's coming, people. And uh, you know, like I said uh, at the first of the podcast here, it's the middle of February right now when I'm spewing these words out at you. I don't know at what point you're listening to this, but just a few months away. Just a few months away from deciding on where we're going to go as a country. It's 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 here. It's here. What side are you going to be on? All right, that's all I got for you today. Um, um I really appreciate Brad inviting me on here and. Uh, allowing me to hopefully get my point across to at least one person or two. If not, I feel better anyway getting it off my chest. Uh, The Raving Television Addict Podcast. There's there's episodes now. Need to go listen to them. There's going to be more episodes. I I think me and Brad talked about it and we're going to try to at least have at least one episode a week for you. Just keep we've got to keep the content coming, you know. Try to keep up with Talk Junkie. Really, highly impressed with Talk Junkie. If you ain't listening to that, you need to go listen to it. My buddy Justin Perkins doing a great job over there with that. Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, find it all. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go check on Brad and see if he's alright. Until next time, this is Mug. Can you hear me? Well, that was Mug with uh, the first episode of Can You Hear Me? I hope y'all enjoyed it. I know he touches on subjects that, uh, well, this subject that a lot of people don't like to actually talk about, which is politics, but. I let him have free reign, let him say what he wants to. And again, like I said, this does not reflect the way I feel about stuff. I'm just trying to give him a platform to where he can speak his mind. Because if you know Mug, you know that Mug sometimes is very opinionated. And I just wanted to let him talk about issues that is laying on his chest. But there's going to be more episodes of this in the future i don't know what he's going to come up with next to top this one i mean shit that's all i can say is shit i mean i i just told him i said man i'm hurting i i can't do i can't do one right now and he said well how about you let me do one by myself and i'm like okay we'll we'll do that and and uh stuff and he pretty much gave me the subject he was going to talk about and i said well okay i said go for it do what you want to do yeah but uh i said keep in mind now that i'm going to have to put something on this podcast because a lot of these uh things that you're saying i might not agree with and a lot of other people might not agree with and they might find this this thought provoking or whatever but after hearing this pod podcast uh 
The only thing that I have to offer is these final words of wisdom to you all. And here they are. We have good reason to be angry. This country is going to shit.